Give God some praise for praise group. As they were singing that, God took me back to a time when I read in the song where David said, I praise God seven times a day. Mm. It was intentional. It was on purpose. So what I did during that time years ago, I, I set my, 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 my watch, my cell phone to ring throughout the day. And when it went off, I started praising God. What happened after a while, I didn't need that to be set anymore. Because what became a habit was just talking and thanking and praising God throughout the day. I challenge you to try that. <laughs> With all the uh, uh, cell phones and watches that we got will blink you. If you intentionally, on purpose, do something that will make you remind, that will become a habit. And then what will happen is you find yourself just talking to God. It becomes your natural thing. Amen? Try it. And see what God will do with it. Because when we talk about abiding in his presence, what it's talking about, that instead of our minds on mess, our mind will be more on him. Amen. It's a discipline. Amen. Since it's Thanksgiving this month and, and we celebrate the birth of Jesus next month, it'd be the perfect time. <laughs> to begin. You can do what you want to with that. Amen. Give God some praise. Amen. We are in the second sermon of this series that we are in a war of all wars. Hallelujah. And that's whether we know it or not. We, we just are. That's, that's, that's what we live in. That's what we was born in. Amen. Let's read our scripture because scripture gives us spiritual king strategies of how to win. And I just dropped one on you unattendedly, but it came to me while they were singing. Amen. And it reads in Ephesians 6, 10, and 13, it says, Family brethren, be strong, watch this, in the Lord. That means not in your own might and in the power of his might. God would not have led Paul to write this if God had not already made his power and his might available to us. To walk in what God has given us, we have accountability and responsibility. Notice what he's saying. He says, take advantage of what's been given to you. Listen, not, not, not some, not preachers, but everyone that's 
covered under the blood in the name of Jesus that you have the ability to walk in a supernatural power that's not your own. A supernatural strength, a supernatural peace. Why? Because it comes from God and he gives it to us in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. It says, put on the whole armor. He said, I have provided for you everything you need. It's your job to put it on. The whole armor of God. So that you may be able to stand, and, and that stand means to stand up, to oppose, to not be moved, to abide in all the, watch this, wows me, method, strategy. It literally in Greek means that he's lying in wait for you to step out from under God's covering. As a matter of fact, he sets up the situation for, for, for you to step out to step in. Because <laughs> listen, if you're under God's covering, you're covered. But if you step out, we're now fighting Satan in his ground. Y'all can sit down. Y'all can sit down. Amen. I told the ministers, I said, man, if I get caught up, let them sit down. I may not notice that they're standing. Today I noticed that you were standing. Amen. He said, we wrestle. Wrestling is more physically demanding than boxing. You are engaged all the time. It's, wrestling is that, that, that you're trying to gain leverage. You, you're trying to gain the ability to move, to flip, to get into a hole, jiu-jitsu, to get them into a submission hole. But all the time you are applying you are applying energy and power to out-leverage your opponent. So, so he uses, not boxing, he uses the word wrestling, and you can say struggle. You are constantly engaged. <laughs> there, there is no break time. <laughs> There's no time that you can take it easy and say, oh, I got it won. Really? You, you have to approach each day ready, knowing that you have an enemy that is looking for an opening to attack. We are engaged in this war, whether you're playing it or not. Whether you acknowledge it or not, we are against powers, against, against rulers of darkness, against, of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness and heavenly places. That's enough. Many scholars believe that this, this array of demonic forces, they are arrayed, Satan demons are arrayed like an army. 
They have territories. We saw that when the man that was demon-possessed with legion because he was demon-possessed with many demons, they said, don't make us leave the territory. We got power here. We got everybody scared of us. So if you make us leave the man, let us go into the pigs because we don't want to leave because we have positioned ourselves in a place of power here. And we don't want to leave. I, I wonder, is there areas in our lives that Satan said, I'm king here? Is, is there places in our, in our thinking, in our attitude that, that we have not given over to the lordship of Jesus and Satan has still got a foothold? See, Daniel, when we went to Daniel, we dealt with it on a larger scale. We dealt with it that there was a spear over the kingdom of Persia. But I'm going to show you something. Persia it, this, 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 when in, in chapter 10, when Daniel is now in the administration of Cyprus, this is the fourth king. He started off with Nebuchadnezzar and it was Babylon then, but now Midi Persia took over. And still, Daniel, in the midst of people that are not Jewish, in the midst of people who did not know Jehovah God, he kept rising to the top. Uh, listen, listen, listen. He, he went through, he went through, uh, uh, he went to Nebuchadnezzar, he went to Belshar, the son of, of Nebuchadnezzar. He went through Darius. Darius is a title like Caesar. And now he's in Cyprus and he changed over kings administrations, and even, even, even people. It went from Babylon to Persia, and because Persia overcame Babylon, and guess who stood unmoved? Don't you know that when you're a child of God, and you're standing in faith, it doesn't matter what's moving around you. As long as you are anchored in the Lord, you don't have to be moved. When, you, when you're looking at God, who is our keeper, our way maker, God, the changes are going to happen. People are going to change up. People are going to leave you. People are going to be with you. People are going to turn against you. But if you keep your eyes on the Lord, Everything around you may change, but God will establish you. He will raise you. He will protect you. In Daniel chapter 6, and I didn't give this to him, they, 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 they have set up the kingdom, and they have like 120 people that, that will control the problem, and these are empowers. We're not talking about small territory. They, they take over. There are three people that rule the 120 rulers that rule the providence. And then it said this. It says, and the king was about ready to raise Daniel up. 
and the other two was jealous. And they went to find an occasion to accuse him. And the only thing that they could find was Daniel prayed. <laughs> Did you hear that? The only thing they could find that Daniel would open up his window, turn his head towards, toward Jerusalem, and he would call on his God Jehovah. And they said, let's use that and let's for a month or time say that nobody can pray to nobody but, but Belshazzar. And, and, and when we catch him praying, we're going to get rid of him. The devil may try to take you out, but you can't go nowhere till God says it's your time. I'm old enough now. I can see my past correctly. When I thought it that I was that good, I was that slick, I was that bad, it was none of that. It was God all the time keeping me from me. How many back here can look back and recognize it was God all the time? It wasn't you. You wasn't that good. You wasn't that bad. God had his hands on you because he had purpose in you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Even though I am exposing the demonic world, you should not be scared. You should be encouraged. I, I, I'm letting you see how the devil operates, but more than that, I'm going to show you how God navigates. In the midst of Satan operating against us, God will navigate your every step, that everything that the devil tries to bring you down, God's going to use it to lift you up. Oh, there ought to be some amens in here. There ought to be some more claps in here. Because some of us are running around scared. Can I step into that a little bit? This is not the time to be scared. This is the time to rise up. Because we are here for such a time as this that our testimony... C.S. Lewis writes a book called Screw Tapes, and, and C.S. Lewis was a theologian, and the way he dealt with this was a uncle demon is talking to a nephew demon. One of them was named Screw Tape. I don't remember which one. And the one that they was trying to, to, to bring down was a young Christian named Patience. And the uncle demon was writing out strategy for the younger nephew demon to follow. And I believe that God allowed C.S. Lewis to see the underworld because in Ephesians chapter 6, when it says wiles of the devil, that's exactly what it's saying, that Satan is strategizing against you. Let me ask you a question. Would you know it if you saw it? 
understand the traps that he set up for. Because Satan never, never looks like Satan. Let me, let, 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 me, let, me go, let me go a little bit farther. Satan will make it sweet at first. But it's laced with poison later. He'll wait till he gets you deep. And then expose you. It was a trap all the time. God will, many times, doing it his way, will be hard at first. <laughs> Why? Because he is testing and proving us and getting us ready for the blessing. Because if God don't build the inward character to withstand the weight of the test, you won't be able to stand the weight of the glory. I probably need to break that down a little bit. Listen, if you can't withstand the hard times, the good times are going to surely mess you up. <laughs> you know, we look at it say, money made them like that. No, money didn't make them like that. They were already like that. Money gave them more of an opportunity to be what they already was. You hear people say, if I was in charge, I would. Thank God you're not in charge. Listen to people talk, and they will let you know where they're at. From the abundance of the heart we speak. And our talk betrays us. Just, you want to know what somebody, just let them talk. Just let them talk. Let's listen. And they will expose who they really are. Some of y'all going back over what y'all said lately. <laughs> what did I expose? What did I say? My brothers and sisters, Daniel was planted, not buried. The promise is in, 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 in that God gave to Abraham, Genesis chapter 12. He says, he says, because you trust me and you're going to a far country, your people and your father's household, I will show you. He said, I will make you, what's this, a great nation. I will bless you. I will make you a great name because I got my name on you. And I, and, and I, and I will, what's this, and I will make you a blessing. If you are really walking with God, you become a blessing to other people. There's something about you. It's your presence. It's your encouragement. You're not using folks. Folks don't, folks are more happy when you come than they are when you leave. So folks, you're so glad when they say, I'm so glad. Lord, how mercy. Thank you, Lord. And, we, and we're supposed to be light and salt of the earth. 
And that's how people feel. Something's wrong. And, 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 and the source of what controls us is either the spirit of God or the spirit of Satan. I'm not talking about demonic depression. I'm talking about influence. When we are, if we're blessed, then we ought to be a blessing. But you can be saved and be walking in a curse. Because you're not walking in the principles of God. It's there for us. Every Christian can't say, oh, yeah, you can say I'm blessed and I'm saved, but you can't say I'm living a blessed life. God can't bless mess. He, no, no, he's not encouraging us in our wrong. He's trying to get us right. Now, he's patient, he's gracious, but sooner or later, he means it when he said, you're going to reap whatever you lay out there. You know, as a child, I, I had a boomerang. Yeah, I, some of y'all don't know it's a boomerang. It was a plastic thing like that. And I learned to throw it pretty good. The problem is that when you throw it right, you, you better catch it right. <laughs> Because when you throw it, it goes out there and that thing turns and comes back right from the source that threw it. I put that thing down. <laughs> it almost cut me up one day and I said, shoot. I was crazy, but I had enough sense to know, don't play with that no more. But. What, 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 are, what are we throwing out? Let me, let me hurry. Let me hurry. Watch this. Get, show me the pictures of those covers. Not only does C.S. Lewis deal with this, but Frank Peretti, an awesome writer. Uh, he, these are novels. They are friction. But he writes books that, that dive into this underworld. What you see, that looks like New York, New York City. But what you see it, you see a darkness, a, a overworld, a de demonic world sitting over it. That's the way it really is. Every city, every country, it's, 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 it is there to influence. Satan is serious about what he is doing. If he stood over Persia to influence it and stop Satan from, and stop God from getting through, what you think, even though he can't stop God, he's trying to stop us. We, we, we don't understand the dynamics of where we live and what we're living in. So therefore, we live haphazardly instead of being determined on fire, the, that persevere, knowing that our faith means everything. Say that with me. My faith means everything. Oh, y'all didn't say that. My faith 
means everything. Lord, increase my faith. Show me the next cover. Oh, this present darkness. Notice that this is a tale, and notice that there are like hands. This present, right now, not yesterday, today. Got a question. Whose voice are you listening to? What words come out of our mouth when we're not in church? Shoot, sometime in church. Listen, if you act more holy in church than you do out of church, that should not be the case. Because the presence of God is with us wherever we go. You are the temple of God. You are the temple of God. God's presence is in us. And whenever we do something that is not in the framework or like Jesus, we grieve the Holy Spirit. Piercing the darkness. Piercing the darkness is what you see. You see the darkness, but you see the light shining through. There's two ways to pierce the darkness. One is God, in, 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 in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 1 through 6, it says this, if our gospel be hidden, it is hidden from those whose eyes are veiled, because the God of this world, Satan, has them blinded. Well, how does Satan become the God of this world? Adam gave it to him. And we're going to go into that. We have literally two kingdoms, and they're really only, only two kingdoms, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan. And every man, every woman, every child is the object of their desire. What happened with us that see Jesus is the Holy Spirit actually removed the veil. But hold on. There's still degrees of singing. There's still degrees of light. There's still degrees of understanding. And unless you are chasing Jesus, you see intentionally, on purpose. I mean, stru- I mean, uh, I mean, keep ch- modeling it. You will stop your growth, stun your growth, and even the light that you have, you will quit seeing. Yes, you do go backwards. If you're not going forwards, you go backwards. It's important, us, especially in these days, at this time to recognize that the biggest fight we're in is a spiritual fight, but you got the light of Jesus, if you're safe, in you. There is a piercing of light, not only shining from God, but there ought to be a piercing of light shining from us. So let me ask you, are you shining in such a way that people can see Christ in you without you saying a word? (laughs) 
Gandhi read the Bible and he, he would think about Christianity and he says, I love your Jesus in the Bible, but when I look up from the Bible and see you Christians, I don't like. And what he was, and that's the saying, I don't see him in you. We think that God is about making us happy. God about fulfilling our will. God is about making us more like Christ. That's the God. Notice how many few people clapped. <laughs> Why? Because that doesn't sound appetizing. But, but let, me, let me be honest with you. God made us for himself and nobody can satisfy you like him. Nobody. Nobody. Satan sends distractions, deceptions, darkness, that we don't become what we've been called to be, created to be in Christ Jesus. Let me, let me run through this. Here he says, he says in, 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 in Philippians chapter 2, 13 and 15, he said, For it is not your strength, but it is God who is effectually at work in you, both to will and to work. That is to strengthen and energize and creating in you the longing and the ability to fulfill your purpose. Notice what it's saying. Not by your might. Not by your strength, but us letting go and letting God. You really don't know how it feels when God is using you and you know it's not you and it's him. You don't get a big head. Matter of fact, it humbles you. It humbles you. When, when, when we are learning to lean and depend on him, the relationship with him is far better than any other relationship. God created you for relationship with himself because he wanted to share himself with you. That's how much he loves you. Somebody said, then why do I go through everything I go through? He's trying to take off the layers of you that you quit looking at everything else and take a look at him. As he knows he's the medicine, the Bob of Gilead. If, if he knows he's the manna that will satisfy you, if he knows he's what your spirit and your soul need, then as a good father, he would do whatever it takes to get us to see. Why? Because you got to understand, we have a free will. He can't make us love him. I, I, told, I told somebody, and they were talking about works, and you get to heaven by works. I said, no, you don't get to heaven by works. I said, you do right because you love him. And the more you love him, the more you do right, simply because you love him. And they were talking about you, you, you do good works, and that's how you get to heaven, so they're doing good works to get to heaven. I said, where's Christ in that picture? Why would you do good works to get to heaven when Christ paid it all? 
and the fact that you know he paid it all, it makes you humble yourself under his mighty hand. Amen. Let me, let me get here. Let me get here. Let me get here. Let me get here. I got some pictures of, of, of lambs. Show me the pictures of lambs. I, I wish I could bring up. Oh. Y'all might as well say, oh, because that's us. Oh. So cute. So weak. So dependent. I got any more of those cute, oh! <laughs> you know, I saw like these pictures, I told y'all that I got mad. You know why? But that's us. You gotta understand, from a spiritual standpoint, in the spiritual dimension that is around us, that's us. Just as weak, just as needy, just as vulnerable. The only thing they can do is <laughs> show me a lion. First Peter said that Satan comes as a roaring lion. You know what a lion does? His war does two things. One is he war after he kills. And he wars before he kills to scatter the herd so that the female lions can pick the weak ones out or pick one out. Just his roar. Now that's a black lion, but that's been, um, that's been uh, Photoshop. There is no black lions. There, there's the lions in Ethiopia have a black mane though. It was one time thought to be extinct, but now start off at 50, now they're up to like 2,000, but they have a black mane, and they're from Ethiopia. But my brothers and sisters, this is what we are up against. I wish I could transpose the lamb next to the lion. It would say, well, wait a minute, Jesus was a lamb because Jesus became like us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, see, since sin came in by a man, it had to be eradicated by a man. So Jesus became weak like a man, though he was God on the inside. And you see in the Gospel of John, he says, I don't do anything unless I see my father do it. I don't say anything unless I hear my father do it. Which he's showing us how we're supposed to operate. He shows us the way Adam and Eve used to operate before they fell. But now that they fell, we hear another voice. My question is, if you're saved, whose voice are you listening to? And if you're not saved, and then you need to get to hear the voice of Jesus who is calling you to himself because he's the only one that can save you. Hallelujah. But my brothers and sisters, whether we know it or not, we, this is the state of being spiritually that we are in. And if we don't wake up, 
Want to know what's going on in the world? Satan as a lion is destroying us. He's tearing us to pieces. And even though you're saved, he still want to do damage to you. His, his mission statement is that he came to steal, kill, and destroy. But wait a minute. Jesus jumps in there. But I came to give you life more abundantly spiritually. Guess what? We got a choice of which kingdom we choose to listen to. Listen, listen, listen as I finish up. Listen to 1 Peter 5, 6, and 11. He says, therefore, humble yourselves under, what says, not the weak hand of God, but the mighty hand of God. Set aside self-righteousness. Set aside pride so that he may exalt you, lift you, bless you, show you off when he get ready. He said he wants to put us in a place of honor. Right, watch this. In his service. Hallelujah. Somebody said, well, I don't know what to do. Just start loving on folks. Just start blessing other people. Just start showing the love of Jesus to everyone you meet. And if you do that, God is using you. Hallelujah. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Under the mighty hand of God, that in due time, well, what is due time? When you're ready, God's going to be ready to lift you up. I, I don't know about you. I believe that if we humble ourselves, under his mighty hand, God would take care of him. Watch He said, he said, he said, casting all your cares, all your, uh, 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 all your anxiety, all your worries, all your concern. He said, he said, take it in prayer and give it to him. God is waiting on us because he wants to prove himself that he's able to do everything he said he's going to do. He's exceedingly, abundantly willing to bless his people. Know what God wants? He wants us to trust him till it don't make sense. God, 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 God will ask you to go through some stuff that doesn't make sense. But, but, but if God allowed them to pour mess on you. God would turn the mess into fertilizer. And he will lift you up out of the mess. God is just saying, just trust me. Just call on me. Just lean on me. He said, he said don't get puffed up, but humble yourself. You know what he said? Remember you're just a lamb. Hold on, let me read on so I can finish this. He says, he says, he says, because I care for you. I have deep affection for you. I watch over you very, very carefully. Let me pull out. That was here 1010. And, 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 and hairs are falling out every day. And he knows the number of that particular hair. 
Hold on. Hold on. Let, me, let me make sure you know. He's not counting the number of hair that fell out. He knows the number of the hair that fell out. Which means that every hair on your head got a number. Okay? I just looked at somebody that didn't have hair. He knows the hair follicles <laughs> that, that, that would have hair if you didn't shave it off. Well, they all fell out. Well, he knows the place where it would have been if it could grow. No, you know what I'm saying? He knows that much detail. No, no one discovering. We don't trust his love. We think we can manage us better than he can manage us. We, our view of him is too small. And we got to get a bigger view of our God. Show me the king of Judah. Show me the king of Judah. There he is with a crown of, of thorns. There he is with a cross and a star of David. Listen what it says. Your enemy is, is the devil who prowls around but says, like a roaring lion. Not that he is a roaring lion, but he pretends to be a roaring lion. He's more of a hyena. Fiercely hungry, seeking someone desire. But look what it says to us that's in Christ. But resist him. Be firm in your faith against his attack. Be rooted, established, immovable. Watch this. Knowing that the same experience of suffering is being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world, so you do not suffer alone. Well, and after you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace who imparts his blessing and favor, who called you by his own eternal glory in Christ, will him himself complete, confirm, strengthen, and establish you, making you what you ought to be. Oh, uh, did you hear that? That means that what God has for you, the devil can't stop. Well, that means that God may use the suffering to build you up, but once you get where he wants you to be, he's gonna bring you up. Don't you know that if you trust him, God will no way let you down. Don't you know that wait on him, Trusting in the suffering, because just like Daniel, your situation may change, the management may change, but if God has set you in place, can't nobody, can't nobody stop you. But what if they put me in a lion there? God will make the lions go to sleep and you can use it as your pillar. Why? Because Daniel had his hand in God's hand, and God said, I will take care of you. Is there anybody in the house got their hands in God's hand?
Because when you got your hands in his hand, sooner or later, he's going to step in and God's going to show out. Because like he said in Abraham, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to lift you that they may see that your God is God. You know what makes me encouraged? It's not about us. It's about him. It's not based on us doing it right. It's about us just doing it. It's not about us walking perfectly because he has already won perfection for us. It's about him, us chasing him as he chased us to bless us, to make us what he has created us to be. That people around us will say, I see Christ in her. I see Christ in them. There's something about them that makes me want to take a look at Jesus. Because if Jesus can be that in them, maybe he can be that in You're a light piercing the darkness. That's what you're supposed to be if you let him. You don't even realize. Saw a picture taken of the United States, and I'm done. In the night, it was taken from a satellite, and all you saw was lights piercing the darkness. And God spoke to me, and he said, that's supposed to be my children. I see you as light when you allow Christ to shine through you. Do you know Jesus? Have you accepted him as your Lord and Savior? I got ministers in the house that want to pray with you because you need to get on the winning side. <laughs> And Jesus is the one inside. How you know? I read the end of the Bible. And we win. Hallelujah. We win. And, and I want to tell you, don't be afraid of the troubles that are happening because we haven't seen anything yet. Got to keep your eyes on Jesus. Got to keep holding on. To those that are listening live, we want you to be saved if you don't know him. If you want to be part of this church, you can call the number. And, and we pray that God, we want you to know that God got you in his hands. If you call the 400 number, 5131, a minister will call you back and they will minister to you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for your giving, for your support. And we pray that the God of all majesty, the God of all power, the God of all love will bless you and keep you this week. Father, touch even now. Let us know, Father, that in spite of Satan, you got him on a chain. And if you tell him to sit down, 
He sits down. If you tell him to roll over, he rolls over, that you got him in control. Father, touch us. Navigate our steps. Help us to know that if we keep our eyes on you, you'll keep rising us up. You'll keep lifting us up and blessing us and encouraging us. And at the end, we win because we're in Christ Jesus. Lord, show us, Lord. We bind, we bind the voice of Satan that is speaking condemnation. We bind the voice of Satan that is lying and help us to hear you. Lord, speak. Lord, encourage. Lord, God. Lord, open up our eyes that we may see and most of all, see Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. See you next week. Be blessed this week.